0: FloatCast is brought to you by flotationlocations.com. Flotationlocations.com is the place to go if you want to find a place to float or if you own a float center and you want other people to find you so that they will come and enjoy your awesome float tanks. Um, You can check it out, obviously, at flotationlocations.com, where you can see their interactive map where you can put in your zip code and it'll find a float center nearby you. Um, And they also have a new exciting program called Float Saver, um, which is if you do find a float center and you want to go check it out, and they are signed up with the boys uh, from Floatation Locations. And they have the Float Saver program. You can get your float for less money. So uh, everybody wins. Uh, so check them out. And if you have a tank center or you're a manufacturer, definitely team up with them also so that people could find you and buy your tanks and come and float. Uh, this is episode number 40 of the Floatcast. And we are hanging out with my man, my partner, Hardy what up float world <laughs> i'm so excited to be here yeah he's pumped he uh you guys hardy has come in up f- twice i guess two or three times you've been on the podcast yeah one after my like, fourth float mm-hmm. december 2013 for all you loyal fans out there you guys know
1: um <laughs> and then uh like a year and two months later
0: like 65 floats later <laughs> yeah you've done quite a few i think you've actually done probably just as many if not more floats than I have and I have a tank in my in my house so that's a little you know it's kind of (laughs) funny it it is kind of funny yeah um so yeah Hardy you know Hardy was one of the first guys that I had come in here it's probably one of the first 10 people I had come in here and float and uh he immediately fell in love with it loved it loved
1: it from day one life-changing you guys probably have already heard it but you know i'm just happy to be here thank you for doing what you did and opening out of your basement and taking the chance even though your, your stepdad stepped out
0: oh yeah you know, sure,
1: man. you know thank him because now i'm in the business you know like i'm just so glad that you know me and you connected we met you know we had the same ambitions and now i'm your partner man <laughs> you know you picked an awesome name the flow cast like this is this this podcast is great i've been listening to it um you know, and then the, the name, the flow place, like, you know, it's such a great idea. Like, I knew I fell in love with you right when I met you. I'm like, yeah, I want this guy to be my partner. I really hope he could be my partner. I sat there in the freaking float tank manifesting this. <laughs> you know, I'm like, Tom, please say yes. Please say
0: yes. You know, <laughs> yeah, and- you, you pretty much came out of your third float and we're like, yeah, I'm, I'm in, man. I was like, what are you, what are you talking about? What are you, <laughs> what, in?
1: What are you in for? <laughs> oh, we didn't have this conversation yet. It was in my mind.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and then I couldn't get rid of you. And now, you, now you're here. Yeah, man,
1: you would never have got rid right of me. I would have been like, man, I got to float every day. You better be open
0: all the time. Otherwise, become my partner. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty, uh, yeah, now, you know, like I've said a couple a couple weeks ago, I expanded, uh, excuse me, we expanded out, and uh, now I have a different spot, a storefront now. Um, yeah. And not having it, I still have my tank in my basement, which is which is still great because now if I come home, you know, I'm still working my other jobs too, so if I come home from work late, I can, uh, you know, hop in a tank for a few hours and that'll be my night's sleep. Uh, but it, it's kind of bittersweet not having it out of the house anymore. Um, it's it's great because I don't have to worry about people coming to my house and, you know, having – which is, you know, obviously a concern for safety reasons. But I, uh, I I also miss being able to work and being able to hang out with my family while I while I work, whereas now I'm, you know, away a lot and not, not at home. So yeah. it kind of has its
1: pros and cons big time. And and one of the things in our partnership, Tom's like, can I keep the blue tank like in my in my place? You know, when we open up a center, when we first started talking, and that was my first thing. Hell no, that was my first place I floated. And for all you people, you remember your first place you floated. And that was my first like twenty five floats. So there was no way I was not getting rid of Big Blue. And what's the, what's the exciting news about Big Blue that we you know is you want to tell them, Tom? No, yeah, you you all right? So. Big Blue, you know, it's mine and Tom. That's what we named his tank. It's an old school float to relax tank. And, you know, we had some of our greatest floats in that place. Yeah. And we opened up a float center and it had an extra room. And, you know, we said in the beginning we were going to put this tank in there. It was a part of our deal. And we just didn't you know we didn't have the time could we work you know extra jobs i have another business you know and we had you know we have to make some money we just invested in this thing and we have to like get our
0: operations down because we want to make sure first everybody that's coming in already is able to have the best experience possible yeah before so, we worry about putting in and, a third tank we have to make sure that people are enjoying tank number 1 and number 2 to their maximum
1: yeah. And, yeah. you know, and it's, and it, you gotta be open. We have to figure each other out being partners. It's, you know, there's a lot of things we got to realize. And we thought we were going to do it right away the day one, you know, just have it all set up. And then we're like, okay, the summertime, you know, we'll just do it in the summer, but you know how summers are like, you're always got stuff to do, family engagements, weddings, weddings. Like, you know, a whole like, lot of weddings, you know, got to take the kid out, like go to the beach, you got to go here. And it's just constant, you don't find the time. And we're like, We were supposed to do this April uh, 16th when we opened. Like, that was the plan. We had it down. Who was going to bring the tank over and everything. We had trucks lined up and everything. Yeah, you know. But then we're like, you know what? This is going to – we got to, like, honestly, we still got work to do in this room. We got to, like, build it out. We just haven't had the time, man. And, you know, like – and we got to save some freaking money, you know. Like, you know, it's not easy opening up a business like – you got to, Tom's still working at, you know, bartending, like trying to make extra money over there. We're using some of our side incomes like, you know, like our, our real income to like invest in the float place, you know, because we just want to grow and it. You know, you can't and it's not going to happen overnight. And A lot of people don't realize that. I mean, that was the first lesson I've learned, you know, owning the center, jumping into this floating industry and opening up a place was kind of like. This is a not as easy as I thought it was. I thought it was like, all right, let's open the freaking doors. People gonna are just going to start running. coming. And they're going to line up. We're going to be booked out. We're going to be packed. And that's it. And that's all I got to do. I got to talk to people when they come out of the tank. And I'm going to love it and just like hear about their experiences,
0: which I do, you know. But it's nothing like that. No, it's now. It, when I first opened here, I was the first one, or I was the only, I don't know if I was the first one ever. I don't think I was, but I was the only one in Long Island at that time. So when I opened up, I kind of had what you were just talking about initially for like the first month or so. It was like, wow, I just opened up. I just put it on a website, "Hey, I'm open now," and people started calling me right away, only because they had no other place to go. They they really didn't. Um, and it's ironic they they don't have another place to go now. They still kind of have to have to come to us if they want to float, um, at least in in here on Long Island. But uh, I, I don't know. I, I feel like there were there was a good amount of people that were like couldn't wait to do this and then we opened up and then they all came and did it and there are still more people that want to come do it but they weren't as excited about it as as the first group of people were. Hmm. So we, that's why you know I think it's a lot more work than besides me besides me. <laughs> I think it's uh I think it's that's why it's a little bit more work than you kind of had anticipated as far as like you know just opening it up and the people come running. Yeah, no. But I, mean... I I do have a question though. Now you said you own another business which is interesting because I own I have run a, a oh, blippy sandwich shop. So, yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> he, he's got Blimpy. And me, my other business by the way, is Subway Eat Fresh, yes, yeah, Subway. <laughs> you know, I don't want to hear no Jared Fogel jokes <laughs> out there. You know, like that, you know, we it's it's so funny and so strange sometimes how life works. I ended up floating at his place because my best friend buys me a gift certificate and tells me about floating. and he's never bought me anything my f- best friend for years, you know, and now he buys me a gift certificate for this for my birthday early birthday gift he loved it that much you know shout out to anthony yes anthony you're the man so you know and then i go float fall in love with this thing decide to partner up with him and here we are you know like and it's and it's funny because it's subway and blimpy then literally tom opened up the first center in like the past decade and it was in long island And it's literally a quarter mile from my house. It's so close. It's not even funny. And and Like a quarter mile
0: in all of Long Island. And then
1: the other coincidence. Yeah, Long Island is
0: like 95 miles long. This
1: guy was in the same high school as me. His sister, I think, was in the same class.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think she got with it. And my
1: sister is like a year older than you. And it was like, and then then both of our sisters are
0: in the same field. Like it was just so much. Which is not a common field.
1: It's like the float universe wanted us to meet. It was destiny.
0: Yeah, it, you know, I, it took me a while to come around to that whole, uh, you know, the whole idea of manif- manifesting things and the secret and that whole thing, but, uh, I can't argue when things like this just keep happening, it, you it, know. It,
1: it, it, it's, it's amazing, man. And, and then honestly, it's such an amazing ride. Like for, I mean, I don't know if you've told people yet, I didn't, you know, like, I don't know if you shouted out on one of your podcasts and I just missed it about the history of how we got this place. Like, you know. No, 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 a little, a little bit, but not, not really. You know, um, so three months after, Tom opened, another guy opened up a float center, you know, and it was owned by Infinite Floatations, owned by John Papas. Good dude. Shout out to John. Yes, very good shout out to John. and His he, family, actually. Good family. Great family. Uh, him and his dad, his brother, very good people. And they opened up a center two, three months after. And it was cool because Tom told me he was communicating with the guy after he opened. I went there, spoke to John, floated his place. And I was like, and, you know, we kind of spoke and eventually – john wanted to like sell it and he built this beautiful place and he wanted to sell it because he just said you know i don't think i was supposed to like run this place like i'm not supposed to be running the business i'm supposed to be doing something else and then i kind of felt that like hey tom and me like we felt connected to this place for some reason and a year later we own this location that he opened in long island and it's beautiful and it, it's just another part of our journey right now. It's like destiny right now, like how it just worked out. We have put this place. He didn't build it for no reason. He kind of built it for us, you know?
0: Yeah. He kind of, and, and he, he kind of said that to you, right? He said at one point that he kind of felt like it, it was, it
1: wasn't his, like he was supposed to build it, but he didn't, I don't think he knew where he was supposed to take it. Mm-hmm. And I think he realized he was supposed to hand it off. Yeah. You know? So it's, it's kind of cool how this all has been working out and, you know we're proud to say it. basically we were just talking about big blue which is our that tank mm-hmm. is is finally gonna get here hopefully right by the end of the month
0: yeah we, we gotta to find it the, the time the the
1: coordinate things you know we're trying to you know we're always trying to save money because we just gotta like we gotta put in a lot of work and you know figure out timings and
0: have our friend pick up with the pickup truck Man, and all the pay I get all the just just get all the paperwork and that kind of stuff in order for for everything that we need to that alone was just like a an adventure in itself. Um, <laughs> um, that whole process of just getting this place was
1: an adventure yes yes you know
0: there's so many ups and downs but yeah but i think that um you know i like like you kind of were just saying i think that it was made to be and i think that i think that uh they kind of feel the same way you thank know? you man i I knew this marriage was meant to be <laughs> now what it, you were just talking about uh or before this you talked about like the difference of or well, not the difference but what you were expecting when you opened up here like when you opened up your subway, it was a brand new store that you built. Like when you opened that, was it like you opened up turnkey and then the next day it was like pretty you know, not busy, but you know, pretty busy. It
1: was that's actually pretty crazy, right? It honestly we built a store. We were supposed to open at eleven the subway store, and we didn't our first day and we didn't advertise or do anything. And then we opened up at one because we had an oven issue. As okay. soon as we opened up the door like the open sign and it's freaking daylight you know those signs you can't see from the street yes as soon as we open the door unlock the door and put the open sign people just constantly start coming Mm -hmm. and i guess that's the difference when it's subway you know you open up the float place and you just turn the key and open it people aren't just going to walk in and just start like lining up but over here it it was pretty interesting hopefully down the road that's what it's going to be like yeah you know you open up a float center, everybody's waiting for that float center in their neighborhood you know Mm-hmm. And I mean, and it's funny now that there's also a site for that, you know, Flotation Locations, we, our sponsor. They, they, you could find a float center anywhere in the freaking country or world. Yeah. You know, uh, and that's pretty amazing. Like they came up with that idea and it was great. You know, like when I was in Philly, I, I, I went to Halogen Floats. Halcyon. I would say it wrong. <laughs> you say Sorry, line. guys, no, Carrie and laugh. Chris. They're really amazing people.
0: Hey, uh, what's the name of that, uh, what's the name of that one, <laughs> that one issue that people have? that The F thing. Fibro, what's it called
1: again? Oh my God, fibromyalgia. All right, it's better. (laughs) I'm getting better, guys. (laughs) Sorry to all the doctors and scientists listening in. I will get it down. I've heard
0: you say fibromyalgia.
1: Fibromyalgia.
0: It's better. Yeah, you're on your way, man.
1: All right, I'm getting there. Right now, you got me on the podcast. Can we delete that? No. Oh, man. Come on. That's going to be in the
0: highlight
1: reel. Oh, man. Um, Hall of Fame.
0: (laughs) So yeah, definitely a big difference opening a float center versus opening like a, a subway or something. As far as you know, to, oh, to, you know, hitting open and having people come in, uh, it's it's not like that, you know. But the, the industry is definitely getting there. You know, it's definitely on its way. Yeah, I mean, I mean,
1: that was a difference. Like we're probably maybe one of the first people that bought a float center, you know, expect, like,
0: like an existing one. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's what I mean. People have built one, but nobody's bought one that's already it's set up for them and running and everything like that that we know of. Yeah, yeah.
0: I. I so, but you see, not often, but what you see more often than, than not is, um, if a float center is going under, they'll just, they'll sell their tanks and they'll sell their rooms or whatever it is. Oh, see, yeah, I don't, to- I don't really
1: see that side of it. Um, but you know, I, I do feel blessed today because, you know, when we opened our center, we were able to pay bills because we had you in the business for a year and a half out of your home mm-hmm. working and building clientele, which is very smart of you, Tom. Very, you know, glad that you had that plan in mind because this is why we're here. I know, saving all that money from doing that and building clients. And then, um, you know, John was in business for a year before really officially took it. So it's yeah. like, it's honestly like what the flow place is now besides the last four months and a half of being in business is, this is the previous
0: two and a half, two years. And a
1: half years, people like, oh, you know, and I'm like, well, this is two and a half years of business. Not saying that's how long it's going to take everybody to pack out or anything, but I was blessed to come into a situation where I could pay my bills. You know, you don't pay your bills from day zero but this is really not day zero for me it was day zero but it was really day like 700 and something you know right yeah of being in business and you know the flow place has been in business for almost going to be two years soon for you
0: yeah it'll be two years november 1st
1: two years wow. in the industry and i'm at four and a half months man a little rookie it's
0: all right yeah but I, I think i got you on floats man yeah, yeah, you probably, you might. I, I definitely got you on floats. I tell you what, if my you float have,
1: hours are much more uh, than your. That's float what hours. I was
0: gonna say. If you don't have me a number of floats, you definitely have me on float hours. Um, because a lot of times when I float, and I, I've said this before, um, it's like a tw- like a twenty minute or a half hour burst. Like I'll just hop in before I go to work or something at the bar. And yeah, I, I tell you, man. It, like we we talked about this, and you, you look at me like I don't understand why do you do that. But uh, Shane uh, Shane Stott said it to me. He said it was uh. uh environmental shane trigger. is the the uh zen tent yep yep, yep. okay and now author. um he said it was an environmental trigger and it was just like you're familiar with this environment and you hop in and then your brain is just like oh this environment this triggers my relaxation mode and then bam within three to four minutes of being in there you're you're in zen whereas like it takes a normal person or excuse me a beginner floater you know 15 20 25 minutes to really kind of relax and cut loose and let go If I hop in and I'm like, I know I only had 20 minutes. By minute three or four, I'm, you know, I'm on Pluto. All right,
1: that's a pretty good explanation for it because when I looked at you, you know, until this moment, (laughs) I was like, "20 minute floats? What the heck are you talking about?" But what I've learned, what I've learned, especially everybody in the float industry has learned, don't knock it till you try it because that's what we're telling people right about just floating itself. So I haven't tried it yet. I'm gonna have to try my 20, 30 minute floats, and I'm gonna be very, like, timid on it. You know, like, kind of, I don't even know if that's the right word. No, I know what you mean. You know, I'm gonna be a little like, alright, hesitant. Like, but, you know, it's only 20, 30 minutes anyways. And then, you know, one day I'll come on a podcast and I'll tell you what I thought, but I like my minimum 45 minute floats. And right now the longest I've done is like about three hours. The longest you've done is eight hours, which I'm gonna do real soon.
0: Once we get blue. Once you get blue over there, you just stay, spend the night, and sleep in blue. Yes, and that's, that's
1: what I'm definitely going to be doing. It. I think our employee Matt, which we're going to have to have on the podcast one day. Yeah, he' great guy. He said he's planning to uh, sleep in it. Oh yeah, okay. So he's. I don't know if we're going to let him do this, but I'm pretty sure we could let him do this. We're going to let him. He's asking if he could sleep in it, then go to go to work the next morning, right? And then go to school from there. Hey, we got showers, right? Yeah, and okay. He wants to sleep. We don't need a bed. He's going to sleep in the tank. You know, and you know, like we got a coffee have maker. We just got to get a toaster, and he's set. He can have a full continental breakfast. Yeah, like like <laughs> the guys on float on. You told me, like I listened to your podcast a while back, and they were talking about how they do twenty four hours a day. And mm-hmm. there's this guy that comes in and he just stays there as a hotel room overnight for eight hours. Yeah, I think it's like they said he's like he a, so a, a
0: trucker or he comes in for business or something. Like once every couple yeah, weeks, he stops he he does, over he just... one
1: and just stops over one night. And he saves money and just does a long float. And yeah. He enjoys it. He rejuvenates for the week. And you know what? I, I see myself doing this at least once a week. Like, the overnight? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, if I, you know, I'm going to try it, I'll let you guys know how it was. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, I know Matt's going to try it. So he'll let us know how it is too. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll tell you about our experience then. But those yeah. float on, guys. And um, next, yeah, like they did a great job
0: with this conference, Tom. And yeah, I you went out to the conference. I didn't, I didn't head out, uh, but you went out.
1: You know, you went the year before. But I was, yeah, next year we're both going to go for sure. Like no matter what, promise me on live air.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll be there. Okay, good. I'll be there. And it's not that I didn't want to go this year. It's just scheduling wise with everything that we just went through. There was no way we both could be across the country. It's been a heck.
1: Yeah, no, it was just, it was not possible, but thank you for sacrificing and letting me go. Yeah, man, for sure. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Glad you went. Yeah, no, it was a really eye opening thing about the industry. Um, and I'm going to talk more about it next week with you yeah that's a podcast in itself yeah we got the guys from float on they're gonna come on we're gonna talk about the conference and everything so i don't want to bore you and repeat anything but we're gonna talk about the conference wow i just just to say one thing about the conference freaking awesome job they did great people i met yeah and that's it
0: till next (laughs) week next week right that's when they're coming on yeah yeah I don't know you're, you're kind of like the booking agent now which is one other they, thing I really appreciate about having a partner now is that you're setting up all these podcast me. well that's
1: what we we discussed this and we want to try you know like for you guys and I know he said it before we want to try to get one out at least every week and that's the goal you know you know we apologize in advance if it doesn't work out but that's the goal right now and you know and now he's got some help and that was one of the biggest things you know like is Tom like honestly if I and you both couldn't have done this by our, ourselves and this match made in heaven is like we complement each other and you know like it, it's something great we're doing together and i'm just so happy that you know we were make, able to make it work you yeah. know these last four months have been such a journey you know and you know look we had four months i've been wanting to be on this flow cast you know like it, it literally has this, taken this long to set
0: this up to set this up and we set this up like Three it, week, three weeks, well, three Mondays in a row. We're supposed to do it, and whether for this or yeah. that, or like all legitimate reasons, and huh? it, not baloney. One day, uh, my my tooth. <laughs> sure, it,
1: it was my tooth. That was my excuse out of nowhere. Dude, I totally I, would give you a pass on that. Tooth pain is the worst. Yeah, it's so bad. It was he was it was the most excruciating pain I've ever had. And you know what's funny? I sat there and go, you know what though. I own a float center now. Maybe I could float on this. Yeah. Like if I float, because it's funny, like, you know, once you start floating and it's like a couple floats in, you're so excited about it, you just start telling everybody. Guy's like, yeah, I got a torn ligament. Go in the float tank. Yo, I got a flu. Go in the float tank. Don't go to CVS. Go in the float tank. A yeah, it, it fix-all for everything. It's a fix-all for everything. That's what you believe in. It's almost. You know, it's almost.
0: Yeah, nerve. Uh, yeah, tooth pain so bad because your nerve endings feet are right by your brain. So like the, when the pain it's just instant there's nowhere for the travel, it just goes right there.
1: Excruciating. Like yeah, I don't yeah.
0: even want to think about it because then I remember that pain. It was like
1: from the side of my neck to my shoulder uh, to my head. Weak, dude. And I was like I I, I was just afraid, of, hey, if I'm gonna go into the tank, will it disappear? But if it doesn't disappear, sensory deprivation, it's gonna amplify.
0: <laughs> that's gonna be- I tell you what, I think you made the right move by going to the dentist. Yeah, so
1: I apologize to everybody. This podcast would have been out last week. That's but right. this this cavity was so large. Oh, geez. You know, it's, no, that's, no. that's one of the reasons, you know, it wasn't even work or time consuming. It was just like we planned out the schedule of like,
0: I'm going to come on. We're going to get this done. Take two. And Now, here we are. Take three. <laughs> yeah, take three. All right. Now, well. you, uh, one other thing you did mention about, uh, I know you don't want to talk about the conference too much today or at all, really, but you had said that you met a lot of people out there and told you some amazing stories as far as like they're floating and how they opened up and that kind of thing. Yeah, like, I mean... So there's always a float story. Um, so let me start talking
1: about like, you know, I've already spoken about my story so I'm not going to bring that up and change my life. But now owning the business and seeing, you know, all the people that come in, like my, my favorite part of the business is having somebody come in, float and seeing their face before. Like they have no idea what they're getting into, especially first timers. Yeah. And then seeing them come out and even other people who floated before because each float is different mm-hmm. and seeing their face when they come out It's my favorite part. Like, they rejuvenate, they're not sure what just happened, and they sit down. It's always a positive experience at the end of the day when they leave our place, which is awesome. We spend time with them, we talk to them. Yeah. And some of the stuff that we've changed people's lives, Tom, and everybody in this float industry, like, it's one of the things, like, I love talking about to other people was, hey, you know, like, floating changes people's lives. And when I was in a conference, there were so many people that told me a different story. Like, we have our own stories, which hopefully we could get some of these on the podcast. So basically what I'm trying to do is get people, you know, like they told me stories at the conference of like different crazy stories, how it changes people's lives. And we want them, you know, if you guys are listening to me, I know I spoke to a bunch of you guys. If you're listening to this flowcast, we want you to like contact us. Yeah. about these stories because we want to put them on the podcast so everybody could hear it and help the floating industry because honestly, these are true stories coming from people that have it's changed their lives. Like, floating has changed my life. That's why I wanted the podcast. I want everybody to hear how it changed my life. And if you listen to one of his older podcasts, I talk so much about
0: it. It's all 45 minutes <laughs> about, hey, it changed my life. I did this, 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 and like 10 more things. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, obviously, that you know, obviously that was true. I mean, look at the path that you stayed on and look at where you are now versus where you were two years ago. Like, as far as, just you know, not even just professionally, just your overall well being, your entire you know your diet, My, you come my, with, my you come physical to float health. With a big thing of juice, You're like oh, here's my meal for the day. Like, yeah, what is after, that? after like float number eight, looks like grass clippings and water <laughs> just float. <mixed> up.
1: <laughs> float number eight. I went on an 18 day juice cleanse. Right now, you guys are gonna hear this for all you people who don't know what a juice cleanse is. Right, it's basically all I was doing was on a liquid diet five times a day with. Vegetables and fruits blended together. And that's what I was drinking with water. And I did this for 18 days. And honestly, there's more to it. There was like a prep period, you know? So you got to get into it with like salads and juices. In between. Yeah, I remember that. You were like, Oh, and yeah, then I'm so, get ready to do this. got to get yourself right? to eat yeah. this first. And it was freaking, I did it like a joke and it felt so good. And I would never ever have imagined myself even making a day without that. But thanks to floating, I have willpower and I can control what I want to do it's it's amazing you know that's just one of the thing many things that have changed about my life like I mean for you guys you're probably looking and know that's that's an accomplishment right there not too many people could say they did an 18 to 18 day juice cleanse and I'm hoping more people will you know like five years from now hearing this will be like hey like yeah, I could do that. I want everybody to do that. It's very healthy for you.
0: Yeah, and a lot of you probably like ah, hey, eighteen days is no big deal. I could just hang out, watch TV, whatever. Were you like not watching TV also?
1: Dude, I wasn't watching TV, man. That was like that was my uh, the year of my floating, man. That was, <laughs> the fourth float was two thousand fourteen, and then I floated every week. So, and that was just it's two thousand fourteen was life changing. And when you say how it changed my life, it changed my life, not like just. Physically, because I would work out, exercise more, you know, but mentally, physically, and spiritually. Like, I'm, you know, I'm this guy now who meditates. I'm like, Yeah,
0: your entire well being (laughs) is definitely different, dude.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, you know, like, it's just this positive outlook in life that I never would have got a chance to realize. Like, it's there, like, and I could do it and I'm capable of it. And, you know, if it wasn't for floating and, you know, going into nothingness and having time to, like, realize who your
0: true self is, you know, amazing, man. (laughs) I've I think I've said this to you before. I don't, I don't think I told the story on the podcast. Uh, but the first time that you called me, we were on the phone for like 10 minutes, nine minutes and 35 seconds of which Hardy was talking. And I was just like, yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, that was it. And you just kept going on and on about you, how you're a club promoter and you're on a subway and you're so smart and you're a business person. I swear to you, Hardy, you said you're so smart. 20 times on the, t- and it to the point where, I, <laughs> where I hung up the phone and I went inside to my wife, Laura and I was like, I, this guy was so annoying. I'm like, he wouldn't stop talking about how smart <laughs> he was. And then you came and I went through the whole spiel with you about what to do for you float and this and this and this and this. I'm like, you know, you have to shower, dry your face, put in the airplane, you know, and I get done and you were like, all right, so, so what do I do? It's like, what? But I just went through everything. I just went over everything. But you were so—you were looking at your phone. And you were kind of looking around the room, checking out stuff, and you—you you were distracted. Um, not—not. Not, it, it's almost like you had the business idea in your head already, and you kind of were like looking around the place to see what I got going on, but not kind of like listening. And then I went through everything, and then even after your first float, you came out, and you were entirely—you were different, like immediately. And I'd say within a month. You were a completely different person as far as like your, your, you know, you'd come in, you'd be like, hey, what's up, man? You'd give me like a hug and sit down. You'd be like, oh, so what's going on? Like, your first couple of times, you'd be like, hey, what's up, man? Or I could have my way of going to the tank. Whereas like the fourth or fifth time, you were like, hey, so what's up, man? Yeah, you got a cup of tea for me? Yo, let's well, have some tea before I go in for my float. Like, you totally. Well, well, I, w- I mean, I could see that being pre float, but
1: post float, right after I floated, mm-hmm. I was totally a different person. There was like the pre post hardy back then, and then it was the post float hardy. Mm-hmm. And I was two different people. I mean, What's great is you didn't tell me that story. So hearing it from you (laughs) for the first time, it's pretty cool because I was like, wow, like he does know me. And like, that's how I really was.
0: Yeah. You told, you know, you, you carried on a lot. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Like it was funny. Like I had a, one of my subway employees, she hasn't seen me in two years, like really like only worked like for, you know, like a summer, but while, you know, we were so busy. Okay. So she came and floated our place. Nice. Uh, last week and you know, She came for the first time and she was such a good person. Like, and I was, she was actually somebody I considered being an employee for the Flow Place if we opened last year in time. Mm -hmm. Um, But she was saying something I totally forgot that I used to go She's like, You're such a different person. Like, after she came out of the Flow, and she's like, This thing is awesome. She loved it, by the way. Great. She wanted to like congratulate us and like what an amazing place it was and how like the decor and everything. So, oh, nice. And she came out. And she was just like, you know, I sat there talking, you know, the conversation at that point, like, you know, when everybody comes out of the float, like she was like, mellow. And it was me talking, like you said a lot, (laughs) but she was just like, you're talking a lot, but you slowed down the way you talk. Yes. And then she also said, I didn't know if you noticed this before, but I used to pace when I was on my phone or if I conversate back and forth. And she's like, you're not pacing once since you've been talking for the last 20 minutes. You haven't paced once. And she's like, that is amazing to me. Like how you're just, change like that and you're so
0: calm the only time i see you pace now when we're talking is where we're talking about like you know our plan for the week like that's the only time because you're like all right i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do you know which i won't poke fun at because if i'm on the phone i pace around like a damn gerbil i am just walking around uncontrollably i don't know what it is Everybody, like uh, my th- friends, they all make fun of me if I'm on my ball I like, think oh, here he goes, I think, just walking around. If you guys
1: ever get a chance to see the float place, I we're gonna have to put like a traffic light or stop sign because me and you're gonna be like, we're gonna run into each other at <laughs> some point, you know,
0: bump heads. Yeah, it's uh, but you're you're definitely a lot, you know, a lot different with that as far as just pacing around. And I remember, you know, I'm pointing right down to my my tea room down in my basement. You used to pace around in that room as we were talking. You
1: didn't even know when I went into float. I'd sit there. You know, and, and be pacing inside the floats. And I'm like, all right, I got to text my friend. What else I got to do before I go on this float? Because I'm going to be gone into nothingness for like 60 minutes. And I'm going to come out. I'm going to totally be so mellow. So let me take care of stuff now.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think there was one or two times when you came here to float. And uh, something happened. Like, you know, it wasn't like an emergency. But it was something you were like, all right, you know what? Forget it. I'm just going to go take care of this. And then I'm not going to float. And, like, you ended up leaving. Like, you just came here, hung out for a bit, and then left. Which is fine. Um, But it definitely, uh, you know. You're more, when you say you're going to float now, you're like, all right, I'm going to float. See you. And it's, you know, you realize the importance of it. So, you know, when you have to shut things out and go do it,
1: it's a freaking tool. Like, you know, like carpenters have all this stuff, like a human being needs to have floating in their life. And I know everybody listening to this is agreeing with that because there's just so many things you could do with it. Like, you know, so what's the, you know, people are asking me like, you own a float center. So what's the best part? of owning a float center. I mean, you're both like, the best part is you could float anytime you want to. <laughs> yeah. You know, but it's really not the case. No, it's not. I it, honestly, I don't
0: float as much as I would like to.
1: No, I want to float twice a week. Everybody asks me, how often do you float? I'm like, well, I would like to float twice, maybe three times a week, you know, for long periods of time. But honestly, just trying to get a one float in because, you know, we got stuff to do. Th- we got another business. He's got a family. Like it's just, you can't, you know, like a, a life wants to. We want to revolve our lives around floating more and more. We are, but you know we have so many other things on our plate that you know we need to pay the bills and do things with, and you know yeah, so many other commitments. Um, you know that,
0: that's it exactly. So many other commitments.
1: So you know, usually you're here. So let me ask you a few questions now.
0: And what? So we've it's opened me. this
1: business four months together, and you've oh you know you've been open now about almost two
0: years. What is your favorite thing about floating uh my favorite thing about floating is probably seeing a change in people in particular oh favorite thing about people floating i was asking your favorite thing about you floating. oh about me floating um like your favorite like thing that you get out of it oh it's definitely the amount of patience patience that i have in particular dealing with like my kid and like things that i normally traffic
1: (laughs) this guy with traffic if he hasn't floated I mean he tells me he's much calmer when he floats but I've only dealt with him in a car
0: so bad I'm terrible I have a horrendous passenger everybody if you guys are going to offer me a ride don't just tell me unless there's no traffic
1: if there's no traffic he's he's (laughs) manageable you can deal with it you know but if there's traffic it's like if he sees it a mile away he's like ah man traffic uh, the end of the world yeah
0: pretty much like it's like
1: a meteor is coming to the earth like (laughs) the end of the world (laughs)
0: Yeah, I can't I can't deal. Um honestly my favorite thing is probably just uh it's probably just to have more patience dealing with with my son and just be being more, pre- more <laughs> being more present in like conversations and, and um in what I'm doing, whatever I'm doing, I'm doing that. I'm not thinking about, you know, what I'm gonna do later or what I did before. Like for the most part I I'm focused on that and I'm you know, when I'm talking to somebody, I'm talking with them. I'm not elsewhere in my head, you know. Um, I'd say that's probably the biggest benefit that I've gotten from it and what I enjoy the most. Patience.
1: Patience is a virtue. And I definitely did not have any patience. One thing it was like, it was one of my characteristics. I was an impatient person. Mm-hmm. And I will have to agree with you on that, that that is definitely one thing that I've changed. I became very patient and <laughs> we had to be patient. I'm not <laughs> going to say
0: very patient. I'm going to say I'm more patient. I'm still not. Uh, very... <laughs> I, you know what? This, is, I agree with you again.
1: This is why we're partners. <laughs> we had to be very very patient for this whole ordeal like yeah. we started talking about our partnership you know <laughs> january, january 2014 we opened up and took over this place in april of 16 2015. that date is going to be more important than my birthday i'm telling you that because i'm going <laughs> to remember that forever and you know it took us a long process it was very very long yeah but i don't want to get into that so it's just a long story another time but you know so the other question so, you you know, that's a great th- question that you came up with. What is your favorite part of owning this the float center itself, not the one out of your basement just the last four months? What is mm-hmm. you, this whole process? What's your been like? What do you enjoy doing
0: uh, most,
1: the most? Because you enjoy everything. Yeah, I know that.
0: Yeah, know? I, honestly, I enjoy uh, probably, you know, sorry, people, don't take this the wrong way, but probably even more than, than talking with people after the float and everything is, uh, the idea of like designing a tank and, and kind of, uh, you know, modifying what's there to kind of make it our own and kind of planning stuff out as far as room setup and that kind of thing. Um, I really enjoy that aspect of it, but I also know that has limited, you know, scope, whereas I'm going to do that for a little while and then, you know, whatever I'm fixing is going to be fixed or, or made the way we want it. And then that's it. I'm not going to keep messing with it. Um, but I definitely love seeing a big change in people. As far as in particular like skeptical people that come in and are like, Yeah, my cousin sent me here. They gave me this gift card, you know that's a great I feel. guess I'll try it. And they walk in and they're like, So I gotta go in there? And then they see the room and like, Oh, that's not small. Okay, this is kinda cool. I thought it was like a little type thing. And then they come out and are like, Yo, can I get a cup of tea? What the hell was that? Let's hang out and talk. And then they sit and talk for an hour and they leave and they give you a hug. And they, they're like, I can't wait to come back. I'll see you in a couple weeks. I'm going to come back with my sister. She really needs it. Yeah. That's probably my favorite part of it. Not the money, not the, you know, just seeing the change in them and how they're like, wow, this is, I feel amazing. And it's because I just went in that pool.
1: He's lying. It's, that's the second favorite. The first thing is his favorite. This guy loves to work with his hands. He'll just sit there and go, I got to fix this, Hardy. And it'll, he won't sleep overnight. Like he'll text me at like one in the morning and just be like oh, I got to fix this. I'll, I'll take care of it tomorrow. It's, I'm like, all right, Tom, you know, we, I, I got you. And it drives them nuts because buying a the center, there's, you know, we didn't build it. So we bought it. So it's a lot different. It's like, there's always something we got to, we got to improve on or, you know, we know we could end, especially this guy, this guy like sits there and notices everything. And if something like, you know, there's little things that'll break here and there and I'll be like, you know, most likely I'll be breaking them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, i a couple, yeah, a couple snafus. That's all right, you know.
1: You know, it happens, it happens, you know, don't, you don't want me in your float center, but for all the people who have, I haven't broken anything at your center yet. You
0: don't want me in your float center. No. I have to say, you know what? There's a a very prime example of how floating has helped me. When you called me, like, we had, uh, we had shower doors and, like, stalls originally (laughs) when we first moved in.
1: Oh, man, I'm sorry about that. I'm apologizing.
0: And Hardy calls me, he's like, oh, I messed up real bad, man. I'm like, oh, God. What, 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 what happened? I'm, you know, uh, and he said, he We have stairs that go into our float rooms, and he was walk, cleaning off the stairs. And he, what happened? I don't know. He lost grip of them or whatever. And they hit the door and they cracked the shower door. And I was just like, All right, whatever. Like, I didn't, you know, I didn't flip out or anything like that. I was just like, All right, whatever. It's no big deal. Like, it's going to happen, man. You, know? you
1: sure you weren't punching the wall like when you're
0: on the other side of the phone? <laughs> to beat yourself up about it. No, I was cool, man. I was I, good.
1: I, I definitely was beating myself over. I was like, calling I was like, Oh my God, when, when can we fix this? I feel so bad. You know, it, oh, that 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 was sad. But you know what? And <laughs> now we don't have shower doors. That was one thing. Yeah, I noticed, and you actually were saying beforehand. And then I go when I was in the West Coast versus conference, I went to Seattle. saw so you know, I went to a place float Seattle. Shout out! Oh, well, yeah, you know? and, and I also went to the Float On Center and floated, and I saw that they didn't have shower doors, mm-hmm. and you know, and I also went to their workshop. So like, I went over this stuff and. I was like, Tom, you know what? I didn't mind it. It's, it feels weird. in the first time you're like, well, but it's not really weird. It's actually very freeing. It, it was, yeah, I know what you mean. It, it was very freeing. And it, and it for cleaning-wise, was
0: wow. Like, Itch. tell tell them why it's such a better thing. Tell yeah, them. we. I mean, when Hardy was saying before, like, you know, we're, we're kind of like fixing things, repairing things over there. We're not really doing that as much as we're kind of – Making it in hours. like they didn't really do any. They they did a good job building the center. Um, we kind of just thought we would do things a little bit differently. One of the things that we wanted to change was uh, when he put his showers in. He put in like corner stall showers that are like you know going to a corner and they come out. They curved a little bit, like a forty five degree curve. Um, and there's a base and shower doors. And the, kind of one of the first things first things I said was like we should probably lose these shower doors or. Think about putting in a new base, or maybe take out the doors and then build like a wall, so we kind of like walk into the shower and maybe put a curtain up. Uh, But either way, we should lose the doors, mostly because there's so many little cracks and crevices and and little areas for just water to get in, and you not be able to clean, and for things to grow and get nasty, and it's very hard to clean. And no matter how hard how well you clean it, very hard. Yeah, and no matter how hard you how well you clean it, it, within a week or so. It's It you know, needs to be cleaned again, and it's not an easy cleaning thing. Um, and for larger people, it was kind of a tighter area for them to shower. Like I had like two people that were larger that were like kind of comment saying like, hey, you know, it was really tight in the shower. Like it worked, but, you know, it could have been a little bit bigger. So I, I think that Hardy agrees with me, whereas definitely one of the most important things in a float center is just comfort. You have to have people be comfortable with yeah, everything. And
1: especially pre-float more than post-float. You know, pre-float. People need to come in and, you know, they walk into your waiting area if you have one, and they got to feel very comfortable because they're, especially the first time, as they're going into this tank that they're, you know, very nervous about, which they shouldn't be, first of all, mm-hmm. but they are, you know. It's, it's, a, un- it's a new thing, it's a it's new thing. So, you know, they come in, they got to feel relaxed, they got to feel comfortable because they don't, you don't want them to enter any negative thoughts in their head before going in the tank, you know. So, everything that they see, everything that you say to them is so important. And you know, they're gonna go into the tank and they're gonna look at it, they're like cleanliness, they're gonna look at how you treat them, how you look. Mm-hmm. how you're talking to them, are you
0: explaining them things good, how's the place, like, you know, the waiting area, like, you know, they want to be... Eye contact. Eye yeah. contact is a very, very important thing when somebody walks in, man, hey, how you doing, Dennis? Dennis is, has a poor o'clock yeah. appointment. Dennis gets here at four. Hey, how you doing, Dennis? Look, him dead straight in the eye. How are you, man? I'm Tom. It's so important and it's so... Going through, like, the orientation before they go into the tank. Yeah. And, like, you have to
1: go through every little place and make sure they understand. You know, some people are like, Rushing to get in there, like, oh, you're, you're cutting into my time. Get out of so my way. Get in, there, get in like there. Open the freaking door, and I want to go. in. I'm like, listen, buddy, you can't, sl- like, float on your stomach. You need to hear that. No, <laughs> they don't need to hear that. I mean, most people know, but actually, funny story. Oh, dear. Funny story. I got to take a pause on the conversation we're having, and funny story. So, John was, the day we were closing the business, so john pop is the old owner of infinite flotations the day we're going to closing you know we, we walk in in a business you do your run through the place make sure it's the way it is when you're buying an existing business and i'm there i'm like all right, i'm doing the run through with tom but I'm, tom's doing the run through and i'm actually just sitting there talking with john <laughs> and talking to john and he's like somebody's in the float tank you put somebody in the tank he's like yeah but he's like and he goes hey man this guy it's really strange you know i'm like what do you mean he's like I don't know, man. Just somebody's really strange. And I'm like, John, you're kind of strange yourself, but <laughs> so am I, you know? And he's like, strange. But he's like, all right, you'll see. And then the guy comes out. <laughs> this guy comes out <laughs> and he's like, I was like, Hey, and John's like, how was your float? The guy goes, it was, it was great, great. And he still had like salt on him. Like he didn't even take a second shower. <laughs> and I'm looking it's at him. He definitely looked weird. You know, like, like a Hawaiian shirt on, like. I don't even know, like, this guy. So you, the best part is the kicker. He goes, how's your floating?" he goes, great. You know, he said, but, you know, I was floating on my stomach and it just wasn't working. I, I didn't get it. Like, the salt, like, get in my eyes. I'm like, he was floating on his stomach, Tom. What? Like, so, you know, sometimes <laughs> I make sure... I tell people like floating on your back at some point. I didn't think it was a thing you need to tell people, but the first day we we're going to close our <laughs> business, and his, his last client <laughs> floated on his stomach. Has that ever happened to anybody out there? If so, please email me. I just want to.
0: I want to just just want to know. Like <laughs> I make the joke to people. I always spit it in. Uh, to my spiel with everybody. I always make the joke to people. I'm like, you know, float like this. You know, my hands in different positions. Hands on your side, hands on your chest, hands on your back. I'm like, this is not really a wrong way to float. Actually, there is a wrong way to float. Don't float face down. And everybody's like, oh, I'm Like, uh, all right, good. I got the point across. They're going to remember that. And now they're not going to die. And life is good. You probably, I never
1: even heard you say that. But I probably did because before I floated, mm-hmm. I, you said I asked you a million questions because I was probably not listening. <laughs> You're Bec- off somewhere else. Yeah. Probably well, said it to you twice. Yeah, no, because, well, one of the things was, um, one of the things I did realize is back then my mind was racing a thousand miles an hour. It's, you know, something I tell people mm-hmm. that it helped me with. And I didn't realize this till like a year later. How important that was for me to slow down and get clarity in my life. Like, so as he said, like I was just going a thousand miles an hour, and it wasn't like I wasn't trying to listen or he was boring me. It was just selective hearing. Like, my mind was already somewhere else. I'd ask him a question, somebody would answer it, anybody. And I would, in the middle of their explanation, I'd be like, on to the next thing. Like, I wouldn't even let people finish, and I asked the question. And that was one of my major things. And what happened is, after I floated a couple of times, you know, I got more clarity, and then I started changing things in my life because. I was able to slow down. a lot of people, like I find that at our center, like a lot of people, when I tell them a little bit of my background, if they come early, they like, you know, one out of five people relates to that. And it's strange. Like it's because we're such an overstimulated society, Mm -hmm. especially here in Long Island. It's people are relating to it and then they feel a little and then they understand. I'm like, listen, this is slowing you down. And it's not saying this is going to fix your problems, but it's going to put your problems in front of you. When the average person has a problem, they want to fix it. They say it, and they're like, I'm going to do this tomorrow. I'm going to start tomorrow, but they didn't, they just thought about it for a quick second because their thought is racing to the next thing. That's one of the reasons. Like, if you can't focus on it, how are you going to fix it? You're spending one thought out of like hundreds of thousands of thought in a day on, you know, something you want to change. Like, and have the willpower to, you need like a good amount of time to really focus and concentrate. Like, this is how I'm going to change it. This is what I really want to do and think about it. You know, in that tank, mm-hmm. people are able to do so. You know, some people go there and they just get out there, but then sometimes they go through a thought process and work things out for themselves.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's really –
1: what's the word for it? What's the word for it? I know
0: you got it. I don't know. It's really (laughs) awesome. Floating
1: is great. No, it is. It's
0: it's great for for that, for making you kind of face your problems and kind of what's in front of you. Yeah. and a lot of, like you said, a lot of people say, "All right, you know what? I have this problem. I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this." And they set themselves a date, and then the date comes, and they don't do it, and they're like, "Oh fuck!" I didn't no, it, it right.
1: definitely, definitely helped me do that. But when it slowed me down, I was able to like think clearly and be like, "Wow, my true self is here. Like, I could do this, and I can do that. What's stopping me? Nothing." Right. You know? And yeah, so just want to go with that. But now I wanted to ask you another question. Mm. What is the your least favorite thing? to do in the past four months of opening the center uh right, that's a harder question than what's your favorite thing
0: <laughs> no it's not my really? least favorite thing to do is when and i'm not complaining i understand that this is part of the business and what i signed up for and it doesn't bother me at all but it is my least favorite part of it um when i get a text um or a phone call from one of you guys at like 11:30 at night on a friday and like hey uh blah, 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 something's wrong with the tank or the heater or, or whatever. And I'm like, all right, I'll be up there after work. And I'm going to work at the bar and I get out of work at the bar at 5 a.m. And then I have to go to the float place at, you know, I get there at 5.30. And then by the time I get home, I deal with the problem. By the time I get home at 7 a.m., my kid wakes up at 7.15 and it's a straight day. And, you know, absolutely zero sleep. Um But it also... Doesn't bother me at all because I think it's cool that if we have a problem. I'm like, all right, yeah, I'll be right there. I'll fix it in an hour. Give me a second, man. I'll be right over there. And pretty much whatever breaks in that place, it's we not can, always me. We'll fix it. No, it's not always you. Sometimes, it, honestly, it's it's salt. It's, it's salt. Salt is such an it's amazing, an amazing terrible thing. It's it, it, it
1: really it's, is. It's like the the flotation industry's biggest hero, and then it's also its biggest villain.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's yeah. it really, it really is. There. Um, but no, I feel more fortunate that we're able to do that, go there and fix it. Like there's not really any issue that we couldn't really repair ourselves. Um, but that, you know, that kind of stinks, but you know, I kind of knew that going in, I've had plenty of almost sleepless nights here in my own basement when I had issues with my pump or whatever the case was. So I knew it was going to happen. It's just going to happen now, 25 minutes away. You know, that's
1: that's the biggest problem because you could have went home and slept and maybe come back the next day, but you have to deal with it because that's yeah. who you are like i've noticed that it's like nope tell tom the problem he's gonna go rush
0: and he's gonna do it
1: he's just because you won't be able to fall asleep
0: yeah i won't I won't. if if i can the only way i will is if it's like all right look hard this pump is broken i have to order a new part tomorrow from these guys i'm going home now and i'll be able to go to sleep at that point but if there's any possibility of me being able to fix it and get it going again i i gotta explore that possibility i, I can't really sleep without it
1: I was thinking about what my least favorite, you know, because I didn't realize when I'm asking that. Like, what's my least favorite part of – there's two different things. Like, I have the least favorite part of the journey, right, of the journey of the last four months, like, as the business end. And it's not, like, least favorite. It's most frustrating Mm -hmm. is knowing what you want done with the place and, like, walking through it every day and seeing something. Like, ah, but we – you know, we just don't have the time. We have clients coming in. We have the other, like we each have a, like other jobs or a business, and you know, families and other engagements. And I think that's the most frustrating thing, like seeing that thing, writing you a note, and or texting you the next week of it, and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna fix it. Don't worry. And then drives you starts driving you nuts. You know, right. like it's the most frustrating thing because you know where you want to go. Remember, we didn't even have like in our waiting room, we. <laughs> Uh, they when we did the sale, they took our TV. They took the TV, which is fine with us. Yeah, and we knew it going in. I mean, we we, we thought splash. we had a, we had a TV. Like either I'll bring an extra TV or he'll, Tom will bring an extra TV. And so we have this. It's like the mount for the television is in the waiting room but it's missing the TV. <laughs> so it kind of looks a little ghetto and that's the first thing you see when me and Tom walk in our center like each of us for like three think, months. <laughs> and then it's funny how many other people don't notice it until we go like you know one of my friends would come in and be like yeah that TV there you know and they're like what do you mean? Oh that oh we see the brackets there was supposed to be a TV there. I'm like yeah I make up a story like somebody just stole it you know. <laughs> somebody came in a waiting room and stole it when we were floating or something <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, you know so it took us two and a half months to buy the TV, you know, like yeah. two and a half months. And it wasn't like either of our faults. It wasn't like he was waiting for me to like choose what TV, which we kind of were, but it wasn't like the reason. No,
0: once we said we needed a TV, we had a TV
1: within a week. Yeah, it, it was like it kind of just got to a point, like the boiling point of like, all right, this is driving me nuts, Tom. It was really driving me nuts, like looking at that thing and not being able to see the TV. Now we have a TV, and it's like plays nice, calming music. Yeah, it is
0: and- – it, it- does really set the yeah the mood nicely when you walk in. said you know it's it's really cool
1: to like everybody you know plays music and you have good visuals. It just gets people in that relaxing state that you need to have them in when they come into the center. Yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, I do have one. Uh, I'm gonna say request for the industry, and I guess people are, you know some people will uh, do it, some people won't. But uh, one of the first things I kind of was giving you grief about before we even opened or partnered up or signed anything or anything um was when you call them customers and i did the same <laughs> thing initially too um when i first like the first like week or two I, I was calling people customers that came in um and then i don't know it just kind of took on a negative connotation with me just because i was a blimpy and my my district guy started talking about people that came in and he was calling them customers and then he was just was talking about revenue and, and dollars and cents and revenue stream and i was like you know what i'm like in my head now, now I have this picture where it's like if you call somebody a customer, you're calling them a dollar sign. You're calling them money. You're not calling them somebody that you're here to help or somebody that you're, that's here to talk to you or whatever it is. You're just calling them money. Whereas I, I think when you call them a client, it's much more about the person. It's much more of a personal thing. Like, yeah, I have a client coming in because they need help with their back or because they need help with this or that. Whereas with a customer, it's like, yeah, I got this customer coming in the flow. He's going to pay me 70 bucks.
1: Yeah, I used to say, uh, customer so many times and he would just like cut
0: me off. He's like, client,
1: client. client. Oh, I was, I was such a, but dick. now even <laughs> on this podcast, as you heard earlier, that's why I yeah. you know you thought of this. Yep. Absolutely. It's so funny. Like we're partners. We realize this. I said that client before and he probably noticed that he probably was going to give me a sticker afterwards. Like, good yeah. job, Hardy. Dude, check plus
0: for today. It's going on the board. Yes. Hey for the quarter. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I mean, that obviously you, everybody who owns a float center could do whatever they want and call whoever, whatever they want, but, uh, I just felt like it's it's much better to call clients, call people clients, uh, and I think that even when I'm talking to other floaters that that are in, and they ask me like, "Oh, so are you busy tomorrow?" I'm like, "Oh, I think I have like you know five or six floats scheduled." You know, I, I know most of the most of the clients that are coming in. Like, I swear, some people like kind of give me a look like, "Oh, you calling them clients? You're not calling them customers or people or like you know whatever." Like,
1: clients definitely sounds a lot nicer. That's for sure. Yeah, you know, it doesn't sound like a dollar sign like customers do. You know, it's it seems more like they're coming here for a session, and honestly, they're coming here to change their lives. Yeah, you know, um, that was one of the things that you know I realized is you know we're, we're changing people's lives every time they come float. We're changing the world one float at a time, is what I always say to everybody because it? It, it's really what we're doing. Um, it's changing our lives, and every single person who floats benefits from it. And they might not all consciously know how it benefits them or what it's doing exactly at the present moment, but it definitely is helping people. Yeah, absolutely. You know? So, all you float center owners out there, float manufacturers, you guys are helping the world.
0: Yeah, and remember that. It's not about, I mean, for some of you, maybe it is. For some of you, it might be about money. For some of you, it might be about, uh, you know, I don't even know fame or whatever. I don't know how much fame I'm gonna get from floating, but you know, I, hey man,
1: I just wanted to open up a float center just so I could float all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it,
0: man. And I, you know, I said this before, but when I was opening up, like I was in the back of my head, like, all right, even if this doesn't work out business wise, like. Ah. Got my own float tank. (laughs) Yeah. That that that, that
1: was one of the real reasons I wanted to open up a center because I just wanted my own float tank. That's really in the beginning was my first reason. Then I was like, wow, we could share this with the world and change the world. Everybody could be feeling like this. Like you know, and we change the world one float at a time.
0: Yeah. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And it's not, you know, it's it's cool that when people get out, they feel good and they pay you before they leave. It's it's cool. But that's not uh, that's not what it's about.
1: And you know, here at the Float Place and most Float Center owners that I met, everybody agrees. Like you know, like it's not about the money. And me and Tom, like that's one good thing. Like we both knew it ain't about a suitcase full of cash. You know what I'm saying? You know, it'd be nice to have one at the end of the day. But if you go into a business, and you know, people used to say like, I you know, like I'm really blessed in the fact that I'm able to be in this business. And I love it so passionately. when people used to say, yeah, I love doing what I do and I make money doing it, you know, but it's first, what are the first words? Like, I love what I do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So if you love what you do and then you make money off it, that's just an extra bonus. Like, yeah, we're, we're not going to work. There was one day, Tom, remember you're like, you're going to work 16 hours tomorrow. Cause I was like, going to work 16. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm not going to work 16 <laughs> hours. I'm going to be living cause this is my life now. This is not the job. This is great. Like, you know, I'm going to be changing people's lives. Like, and you're like, yeah, that is true word. <laughs>
0: So, yeah, you know what it is. I I remember that conversation. When I had that conversation with you, it was a Saturday night, and I was at uh, the Clam Bar, which I work a, a summer job. Uh, yeah, he's got like four jobs. Yeah, four four jobs. Um, but that's that's ending soon, so I'll be back down to three, like a, like a normal Jamaican. Yeah, just a normal Long Islander. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, uh, when I was at work, I remember texting you, and I remember saying that to you, like, dude, that's a long day. And you were like, Nah, this ain't work, man. It's a lot different. You know, it's just this is what I do. It, it is. And it's, it's interesting that you said that because where I was, I was behind a bar making drinks, which I've been doing for 15 years, and I'm kind of at the point where I'm kind of done with it. You know, I. I be, I feel blessed and lucky that I'm able to do it and support my family doing it, but I'm, you know, it's kind of running. Uh, you
1: got to see the texts I get from Tom. He'll be at, will <laughs> be at the bar. He's like, "Man, I can't do this no more. I can't do this." Hint, hint. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: it's tough, man. It's not it's not easy. Um, but it's you know, like I said, I feel lucky that I'm able to do it. Uh, but when when you tell me you're working 16 hours the next day. I'm like, yo, man, I could never work for 16 hours behind a bar. But then I remember you're not, you're not behind the bar, man. It's entirely different. It's not even close to being at a bar. Not even close, man.
1: Guys, I, I for all you people looking to open up a center in the process right now, especially something that is the most fulfilling thing is seeing that, that person, the client, not the customer, <laughs> the client, guys, come out and they're just rejuvenated or refreshed and you just, they're they grateful. Just, very, very grateful. You, you know, like I've had some people try to tip me. I'll be like, no tips. And there's, they're hugging me. They're leaving here. I've had people drop us off gifts like books and different things.
0: That's you know, great. I love when people do that.
1: You know, it's like that to me is like meaningful because they felt that they got something meaningful out of the float. And they're so thankful that we exist just for being there and being able to get them to do this service. Like people are so grateful for it. So, guys, when you do open, that payment right there is going to get you going through the day not going to be that dollar amount. It's going to be that thanks. It's going to be that seeing that face. And you'll be able to do those hours. And if you're in this business and you're thinking money as a priority and how much each person's a dollar sign, like, okay, this is $70 a float. is $50 a float. And you're calculating it on, based on the appointment you got for the day. Don't do not do it that way. It's just going to eat away with you. Then what if you have a slower day and then you have a busier day? Look at about if you have a day and you only have floor, four people that come in and all four had an amazing experience. That's probably the best marketing. First of all, you could get. I'm a marketing guy, and I'm telling you, I'm going out there and telling everybody that they're the best float. You know, and the float experience is pre float, floating, and post float experience. That that tea time, man. I invest time. I get to know my people. Some of them are considered like good friends, friends
0: now. Friends, yeah. I've made a lot of you four know, months,
1: and I've made Facebook
0: friends, friends and like contacts on my phone that I text all the time. Like, hey, what up, dude? Like this one guy, Steve. He's in a band, and they're on tour right now, going across the states. I think they're somewhere in Texas right now. It's called uh Bad Luck. Bad Luck slash Music on Twitter. Check them out. Um, <laughs> bad luck is their name? Bad I was luck is like, their name, yeah.
1: yo, shout out to Steve. Good luck on bad luck. <laughs>
0: yeah, good luck on bad luck, bro. <laughs> um, but you know, I just texted him the other day. Like, I haven't talked to him in like a month, but I was like, Hey, what's up, man? How's everything going? And it's just, he's my friend. You know, I, I feel like I'm friends with him. You yeah. Know, like no, just it, from floating, just from hanging out with him after his float and sharing stories about this and that. And I, that's, I love that. So the other thing was, what's one of
1: the worst things, you know, was in the, in the journey going on was the frustration. Now, what was one of the, most, I mean, least favorable things while being in the center, which is very hard for me to like think. Mm -hmm. And then I realized, and it it hits me for me. Laundry? No, (laughs) not laundry. (laughs) Carrying those laundry bags you love though.
0: Oh, I can't (laughs) kick out of it, bro. I can't wait. Oh, jeez. You guys load them up like, like, like packages for (laughs) Santa. Those things are way overloaded. Like I put it off my back. I'm like, oh my God. You just need to work out a little bit more, man. That's it. Dude, I don't want to hear it. I'm all tired.
1: (laughs) (laughs) My least favorite thing. Is cancellations. Ah, okay. You know, like
0: I was working a Sunday, like last minute cancellations. I don't mind a cancellation if it's yes. a day or two before, like, like hey, I got to move it. To like next the day of, and
1: it's like or like two minutes before, just no, no, no show, no call, no email, nothing. Yeah. And they sit, and it just stinks because it's like, and it's not even about
0: the money. It's about two issues. Number one, somebody else could have been in there enjoying it. Exactly. And number Two, Hardy and I are pressed for time, and it had we known you were, something was gonna we could happen have, we we, we could have, have so much
1: to do there. Like we could have done. Look, like, we don't mind. Whenever like there's open times because it's two windows in a row, we could schedule around it then like, you know what? We'll get stuff done. We won't take any bookings for like a four-hour stretch or a six-hour stretch. and We could call the
0: eight, ask them to come in at six, and then close at eight and then clean the heck out of the place until midnight.
1: Exactly. It's just like, you know, because we're living such busy lives and that, honestly, if you're a fan of just floating in general and you're going to be a future not customer client, you know. Don't cancel or give us enough notice. That's it. Twenty four hours. That's all we need. Yeah, that's it. You know, if an emergency comes by, we understand. Yeah.
0: You know, and everybody gets one. We're not like you know, if it's your first time coming in or whatever the case is, or it's your first time you had us cancel. We're not gonna like yell at you or anything like that. We never yell at you at all. But um, you know, but if it happens like we've had somebody who's done it like two or three times, where it's like yo, yeah, like come on,
1: what if that person, somebody else could have floated that day and that was their only time available. And that's what really bothers me. And they could have came and they had an issue to deal with, and now maybe they won't flow for two months and they could have started changing the life up right away. Yep. I mean, they had a positive experience. They were too stressed. They might have, you, you, they could have just bettered their life. And that person affected them. And that, that does bother me because we're in this business to change people's lives. And each time, like somebody else could have had an option to float, we wanted to make it as easy as possible for them to do so. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah,
0: it really. Uh, if somebody only has off on Mondays and somebody has an appointment booked for Monday Mondays
1: at 8 p.m. because we live in Long Island and everybody has such hectic schedules you know and and the great thing is they don't and it's already hard enough to sometimes convince people you know the people that heard a story from their best friend they're more likely to come Mm -hmm. but just to tell somebody and be like hey come in a sensory deprivation tank come in naked lie in salt in the dark with no music on or anything just with your own and yeah a lot of people are just scared of
0: their own thoughts imagine (laughs) imagine having to make that argument and then be like okay by the way, it's in my basement. <laughs> Cause that's, that's what I had to deal with <laughs> the first year and a half. All right, cool. You gonna come? Yeah. All right. Here's my home address. Like, oh, I don't need a home address. Oh, my- it's in my house. I didn't tell you that part.
1: <laughs> oh man, my first float, man. I sat there 30 minutes in and I was sitting there butt naked in your place and sitting there like, <laughs> what am I doing in the dark? There's nothing, no light. And I like. Yeah, you, you know, almost got he, out, you said, he
0: right? is upstairs. What? Huh? You almost got out, you said, right?
1: I almost got out in 30 minutes. This is one of the thoughts I was thinking. I'm like, what am I doing? I'm mean, just crazy. Like, this guy's upstairs. I'm naked. Like, what if he's taping me with weird stuff? And I'm like, what if he's like an axe
0: murder? But then I was like, wait a second. No, no, he has a kid. He told me. All right. That's honestly, that's one of the reasons I always said that with people when they first came in. Like, when they first like, or people on the phone are like, oh, so what am I going to come to your house? And I'm like, yeah, you know, if it's a side entrance, you know, you're not going to see my dog or my kid or anything. And like, oh, you have a dog and a kid. You're a normal person.
1: And, and, and then, I sat there in the tank. I'm like trying to teleport. I'm like, I'm going to get special powers. I was sitting there thinking I could read (laughs) people's minds. I'm trying to go message Anthony, you know, like, hey, thank you for the float. See if he hears me or not. Wasn't working. Wasn't working. You can't teleport or speak telepathically yet. Yeah, I haven't figured it out, but I will one day, and you guys will be the first to know. And I almost got out of the tank, man, and, you know, I was, my mind was racing. The first, You know, I, I, for me, it wasn't the first 20, the average person 15, to 30 minutes, like, really, like, you know, for their first time to get their thoughts out. For me, it was because my mind was, like, out there.
0: For you, it wasn't even your first float. You liked your first float, but even after your second one, you like, that one was a lot better than the first one. Yeah. Because I feel that I didn't get everything. Out of the way on my first one and you kind of finish it up on your that's, second one. That's what it was. And
1: I almost got out in 30 minutes and I somehow convinced myself in there that, you know, we're not, your friend gave this as a gift certificate. Just stick it out. Don't mm-hmm. be a quitter. That was the only reason. It was just don't quit. You know, and I was like, all right. And it was the best decision I made in my life. Imagine I did. Oh my, like, I can't even imagine what would have happened. Like we wouldn't have this float center.
0: I'd still be in the basement.
1: You'd still be in that basement, man. Yeah. But you have your own flow tank at your house. It's true. I still do,
0: technically. Just for not a little while, man.
1: We're gonna get Big Blue over there. I
0: know. She's People are girl. waiting for that, man. I know. I'm gonna have to have a talk with her before I move her. Let her know it's she did and it's not personal.
1: Yeah, I'm sure so. she understands. Man, this is great. <laughs> like honestly, this flow cast, this this idea that you came up with, um, you know, when you started this is is awesome. Like when I partnered up with you, these are the reasons you know, I was like, wow, this guy if I was gonna do it, this is what I would have done. It was it was it's such a synchronicity, you know, like between me and you, and we
0: complement each other, you know. Thanks, um, man. No, we definitely, uh, you know, areas I lack in, uh, and vice versa. I think we definitely help, you know. So, uh now where when you were out west, where'd you go? What places? Uh, I went to Float On. Okay. And I went to Float Seattle. Float Seattle.
1: Shout out to Sean. Ah. I'm so bad with names. I always forget. You know, like I'm always worried I'm going to mess up. And now I'm on a podcast. <laughs> that, you know, you got thousands of listeners listening in too. Oh, oh yeah, you know, dude, it's all recorded. So, so if I do mess up, guys, I'm apologizing on this podcast. I'm never apologizing again. But if I forget your name, it's just the time I just know so many people, and faces have come in my life. Um, add me on Facebook. I guarantee I'll remember then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you check out. Uh, yeah, Float Seattle's Float Center of the week. You can check them out at two zero six six seven three. 5132 or at floatseattle.com. Uh, so good bunch of guys over there beautiful place Hardy told me all about it when he got back and uh you know he really appreciated you guys uh you know showing them a great. Yeah, float. they they um actually
1: I'm going to probably try to get them on the the float cast, but one of the things was they, they their employees, same thing with float on, great employees, but like their employees were so amazing like they loved floating. Mm-hmm. And I really want one of the girls said her and her another co- co-worker have floated a hundred days in a row, hundred days in a row, both of them. That's sick. And they love floating. And you know, I really want to get them on the Flowcast. I want to get his, you know, her, and I want to get Sean. I want you know them talk about it from there. Mm-hmm. I think
0: uh, I think Kevin from uh, Zero Gravity Institute did a hundred days in a row. I had him on the podcast, and I, I'm pretty sure it was it was him who did that. And uh, pretty I, cool. I, I, gotta, I, I was
1: listening to the other day, but you know, sometimes you listen to a podcast and then you're like. Something comes up and it's yeah, distracted. Yeah. So, like, I miss, like, you know, I always miss segments of it. It's like, but I'm trying to get through them all still, you know, no offense yet. I haven't no, pushed no. them all. You, have, yeah. you know, number 40, lucky number 40. <laughs> yeah. You
0: know? Yep. 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 And, uh, yeah. Oh, everybody that's opening up a float center or, uh, you know, has one that's already open. Uh, as far as salt goes, I definitely recommend picking up salt from San Francisco Salt Company. Um, you can check them out at sfsalt.com. Um, or contact them at 800-480-4540, and they actually have a couple different varieties of salt. Um, they're all USP uh, approved or USP grade. Um, one of them is made here in America, and one of them is made overseas. Uh, the overseas one is a little bit cheaper. So if you're looking, you know, if you're setting up a big six-tank center that has like six float rooms, um, going with a little bit cheaper of a uh, of an option, but actually it's going to save you a significant amount of money if you're, having, you know you got to buy 10,000 pounds of salt, and you're talking about saving a couple bucks a pound, it's obviously going to add up. Uh, so check them out at sfsalt.com or 800-480-4540. They actually they did a uh, a presentation out at the conference, right? I think somebody – Yeah, think I mean
1: actually they were raffling off a bunch of things, which was freaking cool. Oh, really? Yeah, man. They they they, they gave out a uh, – what is that? The iPhone watch. Really? Yeah. You don't even know. I was sitting there. I'm like, manifest, manifest, manifest. (laughs) I'm like, give me that watch. I'm looking at my hand, looking at your wrist, just pretending. Yeah. I think I was just shot because you know we'll talk more about that. But you know, I I party the night before with a lot of the other float center owners. Man, I'll tell you one thing. These guys, everybody loves partying, have a good time when you're around like minded people. Oh, it's great. You know. But we'll talk more about that next week.
0: I said it last year. I got got to mention this one thing. I said it last year when you walk in um, to the actual conference room where the conference is being held. Just the feeling of togetherness um, with these people that you don't know. <laughs> you know, it's, we walk in and it's 500 people, you know, maybe 10 of them. Yeah. Um, and, but everybody's the same idea and the same vibes, save for about four or five people that don't. But pretty much everybody has the same idea in their head and the same, we're in this together. It's not, you know, I'm better than you, you're better than me. It's no. like, how could we all do this together and get this up? And it's just a great you know, feeling. Gotta remember, it's such a low percentage of people who have
1: floated in the world. And honestly, I think most of you out there agree with me and Tom that we believe the whole world needs to float. Every single person Yeah and could use a float.
0: Um and everybody that's opening a center, um and it may sound like baloney, it may sound like no, there's not there's not excess, but there is an excess and a plethora of people and a plethora of resources and a plethora of whatever you need out there. There is excess. So while it, it's important as a business person to be concerned about your competition, don't let it run your life and don't let it run your center. Build your center that you that you see it, you know that you think people are gonna love and want to come back to and want to float in, um, and it'll get you where you need to go. And it doesn't matter if you have competition or not. Um, if you do have competition and you build a beautiful place, it's probably gonna help both of you guys because just spreading the word of floating and just getting it out there is is, is more important than your center. You know, it's more important than my center. It is. it is. And
1: when when you're there, people know that your clients are going to know when you're there. Yes. And you're just like talking to them after, you know, it's sometimes people, you know, like they're just talking about their experience. You just get to know these people and having your own. They're not going anywhere else and they got to know you. If you're spending the time behind, they're going to you only and. They're just going to keep coming to you. They're going to tell all their friends about you.
0: Yeah. If you're genuine, they're, they're going to come back. It's your little genuine. Worry about being genuine more than worrying about your competition. You know,
1: like if you're in it for the right reason, it's, it's your float family, man. You're building this family and you're starting with that first float, you know, and each person's a part of your family, man.
0: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And honestly, um, like Aaron and Dan from Flotation Locations, Kerry from Halcyon, you know,
1: and Chris and Chris, I met Chris. You haven't met him yet. He's gonna be on. He, he, he's gonna come on the Flowcast. Very cool guy.
0: Yep. Yeah. Pete from uh, Pete from Jersey. It's I, all these people I've met, and like some of them I never even met. Some of them I've met once and hung out with them. But you know, I feel like they're part of my family as well. Oh just, man, we'll talk about
1: it more next week. But <laughs> I, you know, like. These guys from Flotation Location, they were like family already when they, you know, like, but I'll talk about it next week. All right. All right. Next Sounds week. good. We actually got to wrap this up because I not realize how long we've been talking. But,
0: dude, this is a great, great flowcast, man.
1: Yeah, I'm glad you have me. I'm so happy to be on this. I'm, don't worry, guys. I'm not going to be on it every single time. And just you're going to hear my voice, but i you know, unless yeah. you want me to be.
0: <laughs> you know, Hardy's going to be, uh, you know, like I said, Hardy's definitely going to be my booking agent in, in some way and kind of set some, some stuff up for me because, you know, we got a lot going on. So between the two of us, I think we're going to figure out a nice schedule. And, and we said we're going to try and do one every week. I know I've said that before, but we're really um, – Aiming to. We're really trying to. Yeah, and if and if we can, what we'd like to do is maybe have – do a couple in one day. So I have like three or four so that if I miss a week, I still have a, a podcast in the bank kind of release and kind of put it out there for you guys.
1: Yeah, I mean I think that the float world – float universe needs at least once a week they need you know this is great like you've been doing this tom like it's really informative it helps people you know and you know we want stories on it and it's just all about
0: floating yeah and you know like i'm so happy it existed it's you know it's really i i try and really really keep it keep it genuine you know like even before this Hardy kind of had it was like, all right, let's talk about this and this, and I was like, all right, and I kind of didn't really want to talk about what we were going to talk about just because I kind of wanted to keep but, it like. But we ended up talking about it. Yeah, for the <laughs> so most it, part, it's it's funny, but we did. But funny. I was a little I was
1: a little nervous. I'm not gonna lie. I
0: was like, hey, Tom, man, I don't know. Yeah, but, but it came around. But you know what? We ended up talking about everything we wanted to. Um, but in a natural way. didn't yeah. Look at our notes. We didn't do anything like that. We just, no. I didn't really have anything. Yeah. I was going to say, what notes are you talking about? You, you, you had something, something, few things
1: jotted down. <laughs> I texted myself like four things. <laughs> I'm like, Tom, we got, he's like, nah, man, we just do this all natural. All yeah,
0: natural. I just feel it's, uh, you know, I just feel it's better that way. Just to be, uh, always be genuine, you know, don't, don't, you know, don't fake it. So, all right, everybody. Keep your, uh, Keep your tanks clean. And uh, stay salty. What do you want to, anything you wanna add before we before we check out here? No, nah, I'm good, man. Just float. Just keep <laughs> floating. There it is, just float. Alright everybody. Uh, take care, friends.